Normally, before we would have the preacher come, we'd take up an offering, and uh, it just doesn't feel appropriate to do that right now. And so I'll say right now that if you, at the end of this service, we, if we have time, we will. Uh, if not, we have two boxes in the back of the church, and uh, that's how we take up our Sunday morning collection. And as you're leaving tonight, if you want to make a donation to Brother Lewis Chalk, you can do so back there. And uh, I'd encourage you to. Uh, Brother Lewis um, was found, I suppose, or... Uh, at least became known to many of us uh, by Brother Monty Shoulders. He's sitting over here um, to, to, my, to my left side here. And uh, Brother Monty, as he can perhaps express here in a little bit, uh, he was burdened. And the Lord woke him up in the middle of the night and said, Belize. And uh, according to his own words, he said, I didn't know where Belize was. Um, but he got it out a map and he looked and he traveled there and uh, the Lord led him down to Santa Elena, Belize. It's the southern part of Belize, close to, close to Guatemala. And um, got out of his, his vehicle and met Brother Lewis. And that has led to quite a, quite a relationship. And um, his wife is here with us tonight, Honorina. And uh, Sister Honorina, do you feel like you could sing a song for us tonight? If not, that's okay, but I, she sang for us whenever I was able to travel there, and um, it was a great blessing to me, and, and I think to all of us that were there, and so, um, but Brother Lewis uh, is at uh, the mission point that's out of Buffalo Springs Missionary Baptist Church, um, Brother Ron Spurgeon's the pastor there, and it's Rio Blanco Missionary Baptist Mission. And Amen, hallelujah. Amen. God is great. God is so good all the time. Amen. Tonight I'm so very happy that I am amongst you all. I see the love of Christ with you all. Meeting you. We are all God's creation. I'm so happy. That God, my God, that I'm serving is so big, mighty, and strong. Amen. He made the whole world. Amen. He made all the people that are in this world, on this earth. Wherever I go, I'm so happy. I am happy to share my testimony what, has, what God has done to me. I'm not a, a perfect speaking English. It's not like how I'm, I talk in my language. But I trust God that he is the one that helped me. Amen. He gave me words that I can share. It's not, my, it's not on my own. What God plays in my heart, that's what I share. From since when God found me, I am not the one who found him. He found me. He found me like I am a piece of trash on the floor. He picked me up. And dust me up and clean me. 
That's how I felt when he found me. He saved me. He saved me when I was a child. Maybe I was in my 10 years or 12 years because I don't remember the days I grew up in a poor family. But God have mercy on me. (laughs) His grace is enough for me. (laughs) The day he saved me, that's why we need to pray for for the missionaries. One day, a missionary, maybe some of you have heard my, my, my testimony already, but I need to share it to somebody that hasn't heard yet, because I'm so happy. Wherever I go, I share my testimony to people especially to the people that are lost in my village, in my country of Belize. I like to go and visit people, the sick, the needy, people that are in hospital. I go to pray for them. That's what I love. But since when Jesus saved me, I was a child, they didn't know if there is any God. I don't know who Jesus is. But one day, a missionary came to our village. They went and do a, have a service with our neighbor. When they finished there, they went and visit my family. We are so happy to meet them, to see them. First time I'm seeing people like you, American, reach in my village. When they started to share the word of God to my parents, we are the kids sit down around them and start to listen to the word of God. That's where I find out that there is God, that he sent his only one son to die for us, for me. They taught us the word of God that there is God. My parents have a lot of statue in their house on the corner. That's what they they honor and they believe. But whenever we find out, I find out that there is God, there is Jesus that died on the cross for me. He bled and died and washed away my sins. On that day they told my parents to stand up that they will pray for him. They repeat a prayer for him. That's why I, I'm trying my best to bring my parents to God to show them who is the true God that can save. From that day, I don't know if they are saved, but me, they didn't ask me to repeat a prayer. I just knelt down there beside my parents. I start to cry out to God. I'm so happy that I find out that there is a God that can save me and one of these days I will meet him. (laughs) 
from there, God save me. I feel the, the blessing. I so feel happy. I feel peace in my heart when I get up from that ground on the floor. Our floor is just a mud. I just feel happy on that day when, when he saved me. Up to this day, I have I never turned back. When I when I say that I will follow God, I will follow God, no matter what comes in my way. I went through trials, temptation. I went through all, especially with my husband. Right, he's right here sitting down. It's not because of me. It's not because of anybody. It's because of God. He was a police officer, but I will never stop going to church and take my kids. I have 12 children. Some of them are holding my skirt, leading them to church, to Sunday school. That's how they grow up when they grow up. I didn't stop praying. I pray for my husband. I never give up. I am not I am the person that never give up of praying because I know why. Praying is is the root of my Christian life. I need Jesus beside me every time. I, I need to stay with him every time, no matter what. People around me, my parents, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sister, they can't give me the love, the peace that God has given to me. And they will never take that out of me that Jesus gave me on that day up to this time. I'm so thankful for what God is doing in our village. I'm so happy. One time again, a missionary again, Pastor Monty. <laughs> That's why God is real. God is real and he's not dead. He's living. He knows what his plan is. We cannot explain how God works. God have a reason that we went back to our village and live. Every time I am at home, I don't go to church. I don't have no church there. But I know that there is a God beside me. What I do, I pray and I sing at home. I read my Bible and then. I find out myself talking to God and crying to God. Lord, help us. I want all my kids to come and serve you. I want my family to get saved. My children, when they grow up, they find their own way. They think that they, are, they know everything. They went their way. They don't want to listen to what I encourage them with. But one day, a missionary, Pastor Monty Rich, yes. I don't know how, how God sent him there. But now, we are seeing the fruit, what Amen. God has yeah. stored up. 
My husband, on that time, he was planting a church on the next village at Borderline, Guatemala. And Pastor Monty Rich, he talked to him. I was at home. He told me what had happened. He met this guy on the road, and he's a preacher, and he's a missionary. From there, we don't stop praying. We are still praying. And uh, we don't know how God did it, but we have a church there now. I'm so happy. Of. And I am so thankful for the team that went there already. They are so helpful. We really appreciate them. I know some of the names. The rest, I cannot remember the names, but I am so thankful. We thank you all for all your prayers, and we thank you all who supported that church that is built there. And now I'm asking you all to pray for the people that are lost there, because a lot of people are lost. They have two churches there, but still people there that are going there are, are still lost. We need to bring them to God so that they can get saved and feel the joy, the peace that we have. <laughs> That's what we want. So I'm so thankful tonight that I can meet you all, especially the ladies today. I'm so very happy among them. I meet them, a lot of them, I, I meet them, and they are my sister in Christ. <laughs> It's not only in Belize, but all over the world. Whoever is, have been saved, we are one before God, and one of these days we will rejoice in heaven. Amen. We will be singing there together. No more tears, no more crying. So tonight, I'm so blessed. I'm so happy. I can be standing here before you. You all, I left my home, I left my kids, I have 12 children, I thank God, they are grown up already. I am not worrying about my home, my kids, because I know God is taking care of them. And I know that you all are praying for my family too, I really appreciate that. Tonight I want to sing this song, I love to sing this song. God on the mountain. I might sing it different. I, I we all sing songs different. Life is easy when you're upon the mountain and you've got peace of mind. Like you've never known But then things change on. You're down in the valley Don't lose faith, child You are never alone For the God and the mother 
what they are doing for the honor and glory of God. It's not an easy job, but they give their effort and time for the honor and glory of God. So I just want to thank the teams that already visited Belize, especially the little community where I live, Santa Elena Village, Toledo. And you know, they inspire me. Uh, they give me courage. They help me in prayers. And I just want to thank God for what they are doing. So tonight, I just want to share the word of God that God will lead me in his word. I don't want to put my word in any of the word of God. So I ask that you all pray for me. Tonight I want to uh, share the word of God that is in the book of Ephesians. Chapter 3, chapter 3, um, starting at verse number 14. Ephesians 3, 14. And it states, For this cause I bowed my knees, Unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that work in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. 
Amen. The theme of my message tonight, to know the love of Christ. To know the love of Christ. Most importantly, things in life of Christian is love. Apostle Paul, great prayer for the Christian in Ephesus was that they might know the love of God. Every Christian should know the love of Christ and how to enjoy it. Tonight, I want to see that the love of God is upon us when we are born But it takes us to be saved to know the love of God. I could recall that I'm still a sinner. I don't know the love of God. But thank God that he gave me a helper. And that is the short lady that came here. He prayed for me. Along with my first son. And he has already went to the Lord. So tonight, I want to say that prayer is very important. During today, we prayed for young people, children. And when somebody asked for prayer, you know what? I pray with all my heart because somebody pray for me. Somebody pray for me. And when I get convicted, I knelt down on my knees and cried out to God. With all my heart, with a contrite spirit and a godly sorrow. And God accepted my prayer and saved me. Thank God. So tonight, I want to say that I know the love of God. God is so great and so wonderful. 
God never leave us nor forsake us. He's always on our side. That's why I know that God is so wonderful. The Apostle Paul stated in the book of Romans 5, 5, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Isn't that good? God give us the Holy Spirit. He pour out his spirit in our heart so that we know his love. In Romans 8.35, I want you are to follow me with these verses. You know, when you are walking with God, the devil don't like that. He wants to put anything on your way. In your family. In your Christian walk. In your church. Because he don't like that. But I want to say this. That nothing could separate us from the love of God. Nothing could separate us from the love of God. He poured it in our heart. You know what? While I was working for 21 years, nobody touched me, nobody hurt me. They don't do nothing to me. But when God saved me, one day I was going to attend men's meeting, study the word of God. When I got into an accident, I broke this foot. There's a plate right here. And I broke this. There's a plate right here. And a man came to me. What are you doing? When you are in the world, nothing happened to you. But now, you get hurt. But when that man come to me, I tell this Satan, get out from here. You'll have no place in me. So I want to say this, that nothing could separate us from the love of God. Let us see what this verse is saying. In the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? I believe that we are going in this time of tribulation. You know why I'm saying that? There's no peace in this world. I believe that you're hearing wars going on. 
we need to pray. And it says that our distress, a lot of people get distress of their own opinion or their thinking of their own thing. They get stressed out. You can't find peace. You can't buy peace. You could find peace with God. Without buying it. You just surrender. He went on to say that persecution or famine or nakedness of pearl or sword. Is these things could separate us from the love of God? I don't think so. I don't think so. And he says, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Now in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Isn't that good? Thank God. Thank God. I want you all to know that you are a conqueror of love of God. And he said, through him that love us. Who love us? Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul said, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come. This is very encouraging. And I want to encourage each and every one of you to keep look on this world. Because you know why? Tribulation is coming. We are not in good times. So we have to depend on our Savior, Jesus Christ. We have to depend on him. And he said that nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Nothing. God is wonderful. God is great. We need to be with God. We need to look on God. I want to encourage one and all 
Don't look to the back or to the side. Look one way to Jesus Christ. He will lead you. He will give you the strength. Put him first. What God says, he do. He never fails us. There's a song that says, he never fails me yet. He never fails me yet. He never fails me yet. Jesus Christ never fails me yet. And everywhere I go, I want the world to know that Jesus Christ never fails me yet. That is Jesus Christ I am serving. That is my Savior. That is my Daddy. Is there, if there's anyone here tonight that needs prayer, I am willing to help that person in prayer. That is what I could do. And God do the rest. That is what I know. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 2, he said, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be minded, like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, one mind. Christian should come in one accord. Christian should come in one mind Amen. to give God thanks and praises. Amen. If you have something very important you think, please leave that home when you come and fellowship God. Amen. Because he deserves to be the first. He gave his life for me, for you, for everybody. We need to respect him. So tonight, I'm very happy to share these few words. Let us come. In unity. Let us come in one accord. You won't regret it. You will meet Jesus Christ. That is the message I bring for you all. Thanks. May God bless you.
Kiwuli in Wick. That means I'm happy in my soul in the Mayan Mopan language. Sister Honorina's laughing at me because I don't say it right, but my soul is happy. Thank God. Amen. Thankful for this good word tonight about the love of God. And uh, he gave an invitation at the end. If you've never had the love of God shed abroad in our hearts, don't you see how wonderful that it is? Yes. Haven't you heard the rejoicing tonight, the songs, cross-culture, doesn't matter where you're from and how old that you are, doesn't matter how many strangers are in this room that don't know one another, the love of God is the same when it's been shed abroad in the heart of every one of us. And God has offered that to you, that if you would come and bow at his feet, he would save you tonight. If you're lost tonight and you feel like you need to pray, we have one up here praying. And uh, if you feel like you need to pray, you can pray where you're at. You can pray here. But we want you to run to the Lord. If you feel the Lord knocking at your heart tonight, won't you seek the Lord this evening? Brother Aaron, get for us a song. And let's all stand and sing tonight. If you need to seek the Lord, bow and pray.